Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the Call Shelly podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Venable, life coach extraordinaire. And I am so happy that you're tuning in today. Wherever you are, whatever your mindset when you push play, I hope that this podcast will leave you better off than when you started. Okay, I feel like I have to warn you. So warning, as I wrote this podcast, it got deep. This was not my intention for episode two. I share things on here that not many people even know, but it sort of just happened and I went with it. Please listen as I share a very personal story of facing death and how it made me want to truly live. Over the past three years, I've gone through what feels like a complete transformation, a metamorphosis. I'm still me, but I feel like I'm finally actually living life, not letting life live me, if you know what I mean. The story begins at the end of 2018. I got married for the very first time at age 39 to the love of my life. Oh my gosh, do I ever love him. And if you know Douglas, you love him too. So you can imagine that going into 2019, I was flying high. Couldn't be higher. I had just got married to my dream man. I was working at my dream job, absolutely killing it. Just riding a wave of so much happiness and joy. But what if I told you that 2019 was one of the worst years of my life? Okay, let's say best worst years. It all started out great. Newlywed magic. A perfect honeymoon. Not going to lie. It was a picture of marital bliss. But in June, my husband, who has a genetic heart condition, out of the blue started being very symptomatic, which resulted in a lot of ER visits, hospital stays, and surgery. There were a lot of panicked, scary, what felt like life or death moments during that time. And although my husband has incredible doctors and medicine and all the things, just the thought of losing him plus going through all of this trauma, about killed me. I mean, I waited 37 years to meet him. And now just a few months into our marriage, I was forced to wrestle with his mortality and my own. In hindsight, I realized that the circumstances of all of this was seriously traumatizing. And how couldn't it be, right? Watching paramedics come into your home and take your husband out on a stretcher is not for the faint of heart. As a result, I spent most of my days on edge, crippled with fear that I was going to get a call that he wasn't okay or worse, dead. I know, this is so morbid, but I promise you, There is a happy ending. 
If you asked him, he would probably say that I was really overreacting. But the truth is, I was thinking a lot, a lot of negative thoughts that were not serving me. We will get to that in a little bit. As a result of these circumstances, I started having panic attacks. I had experienced anxiety before, but nothing like this. So I had my own round of doctor visits and tests, and they found nothing. It wasn't until I was in my doctor's office one day, my doctor of many years, so she knew me, she looked at me and said, Shelly, what's going on? And I just burst into tears. I knew that nothing was physically wrong with me, but mentally and emotionally, I felt like I'd been run over by a truck. Up until then, I was just powering through, not asking for help, not reaching out. My brain was like, just keep moving. (laughs) Don't stop. Do not feel this or you might never come back from it. How many of you have thought that thought before? If I actually allow myself to feel this, I will fall into a pit and die. Well, the good news is I didn't die and neither did Douglas. Praise God. But I had to face my feelings about losing my husband. And I had to investigate my thoughts about my own mortality. I realized that resisting and buffering those thoughts and feelings is what was causing the panic attacks. The avoidance of facing our feelings can wreak so much havoc, especially on our bodies. And what I've found is just letting the feelings wash over you is actually not as bad as as it sounds. Once I slowed down and noticed that my main thought was, I don't want him to die and I don't want to die. It made sense why I was constantly panicked because our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our results. Walking around all day thinking the thought, I don't want my husband to die, well, it makes you not really live because if you think about it, I was rarely present with him. My brain was somewhere on a different planet worrying about something that may or may not ever happen. All the while, my husband is alive. Hello? He's alive. I'm alive. Once I realized that, talk about an aha moment. The light bulb went off. So now, anytime my brain wants to start thinking those morbid thoughts, (laughs) the loop of, I don't want my husband to die. I don't want my husband to die. I don't want, I don't want to die. I can say right now, Douglas is alive and so am I. And I'm going to live every second to the fullest. So I won't have one single regret. 
And that's why I pour out my love on my husband with abandoned and why I live loudly. Because the truth is, today is promised to no one, heart condition or not. So being forced to face death, although as scary and morbid as it sounds, it made me appreciate and live life fuller to the fullest. Here's the thing. Terrible things happen, have happened, and unfortunately, they will continue throughout our life. But guess what? We have a choice to either become a victim to our circumstances or say, okay, that happened. Now what? We get to choose what we want to make it mean. We get to choose what we're going to do next. We get to choose how the story ends. I love this quote by Marianne Williamson that says, spiritual growth involves giving up the stories of your past so the universe can write a new one. So I'm writing a new story. Now, if you asked me on a scale from one to 10, what is your life right now? Maybe to some it seems like it's an eight, pretty close to great. My husband might even say a 9.5, but I've started to think that in all of its greatness and dream scenario embodiment, what if it's actually a two? And there's so much more greatness and goodness to be experienced and to become that I can't even imagine. I'm going with a two. One life, just one. Why aren't we running like we are on fire towards our wildest dreams? Like I said, it got a little deep. So thank you for listening. You don't know how much it means to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. I don't have a website yet, but you can find me, call Shelly, on all the social platforms. Please come say hello. I would love to hear from you. And stay tuned for more episodes like this coming soon. Have a beautiful day.